Today on the newscast, the Biden administration pressuring Israel for a Palestinian state. Will the pressure work? And are there prophetic implications? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. You would think that in the wake of the October 7th massacre in which 1,200 Israelis were slaughtered by Hamas terrorists, and amid, of course, an ongoing war against those same Hamas terrorists in Gaza, you would think that a Palestinian state would be the furthest thing from anyone's mind. Now, of course, polls show the Israelis are saying exactly that, that we can't even talk about a Palestinian state right now while we are locked in a struggle against a Palestinian terrorist organization known as Hamas, an existential struggle, and yet, the Biden administration has other thoughts and other plans here, folks. They continue, even as Israel, again, is locked in a war against Palestinian terrorists committed to the destruction of the world's one and only Jewish state, the Biden administration and the Palestinian state, hey, that is at the forefront of this administration in D.C.'s agenda for Israel and the Middle East. So how is Israel responding? How is Benjamin Netanyahu responding? Look, he's the point man and bearing the brunt of this Biden administration pressure. We're gonna break it down in a minute. Before I do, just a quick reminder, if you have not subscribed, make sure to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, things are happening at such a rapid clip in the world's most volatile and strategic region, the Middle East, that we don't want you to miss a single update right here on the channel. What happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. So keep it right here every day. Make sure to click that notification bell, the like button, not for our glory or our edification, but so that we can get this message of truth far and wide for such a time as this. Times that the prophet Isaiah described very accurately where good is called evil, and evil is called good. We're cutting through that right now, cutting through the moral relativism right here in the Watchmen. So we'd love you to be here with us every day as Watchmen and women on the wall, again, for such a time as this. And what a time it is in Israel right now when you have on all sides, quite literally, Iran and Iranian-backed proxy terror organizations who are committed to wiping you off the map and taking steps to do just that. You have all of that. You have hundreds of thousands of Israelis called up to reserve duty, leaving their families. You have the ongoing trauma from the October 7th attacks. You have rockets raining down from the north, courtesy of Hezbollah. And then you have pressure, relentless pressure, from your strongest ally, the United States. Pressure for a Palestinian state. Now, folks, I cannot understate. I'm talking to Israelis of all stripes on a regular basis. I cannot understate how low on the totem pole of priorities a Palestinian state and a so-called two-state solution is right now for the average Israeli. Clearly, if you even want to talk about a Palestinian state, Israel's security is first and foremost, it's paramount. That security has been dented and dented severely, obviously, in the wake of October 7th. So Israelis right now are saying, look, the dust hasn't even settled in our war to crush a Palestinian terrorist group, Hamas, the dust has not even come close to settling, quite frankly, and we're talking about this already. Anthony Blinken, 
Secretary of State, United States Secretary of State, uh, at Davos today. The Davos, the World Economic Forum, where have you heard that before here on the channel, folks? This is the bastion of the Great Reset, these global elites who gather every year in Davos for the World Economic Forum. And Anthony Blinken was there today, and he talked incessantly about the need for a two-state solution, a Palestinian state. And Isaac Herzog, Israel's president, made comments about this today. Blinken on one hand, and again, dictating to a sovereign nation, the nation of Israel. I've never seen anything like it, folks, where Israel is the one nation in the world that everyone believes it can dictate to and lecture. Newsflash, Israel is a sovereign nation, but it's not treated as such by world powers, who again, intone to Israel about everything Israel should do, about everything Israel must do. And Blinken is saying essentially, this is non-negotiable. Israel must agree to a Palestinian state now in the midst of a war. I mean, not, he's not even waiting for the dust to settle. He's talking about this. And again, Israelis are saying, you are way, way out there. You're way over there, Blinken, Biden administration, and we're over here. So it's not happening, folks, but the pressure continues. Blinken's talking about it. Biden is talking about it. They're saying it's an absolute necessity. Now, Herzog, the Israeli president, uh, responded today and said, look, no one in their right mind is talking about that in Israel right now. We are just trying to get through the day as Israelis and win this war against Hamas. And then we have Hezbollah. Then we have the Iranian regime we're dealing with, the Houthis. So, no, we're not thinking of a two-state solution right now. <laughs> Needless to say, Benjamin Netanyahu echoed that today, folks. He gave a press conference, said a few things. Number one, laid down the gauntlet and reiterated it, in case the world had any doubt, reiterated that an Iranian nuclear program is a non-starter. An Iranian bomb is a non-starter for Israel, and Israel will do anything it needs to do to prevent that from happening. But he also uh, referenced those calls for a two-state solution, a Palestinian state, and said, not on my watch. It's not happening. He said, and this has been reported, and Netanyahu confirmed today that last week, the Biden administration, it had to be Blinken, who was on the ground in Israel, approached Netanyahu about a peace deal, saying, look, we can establish a normalization between Israel and Saudi Arabia if only you, Prime Minister, will agree to a Palestinian state. Netanyahu said no. Uh, I would love Saudi normalization, and he talked about that in my interview with him last year. He said, that's one of the main initiatives I'm going to pursue in this latest round as prime minister. He took office again, of course, late last year. He wants it. He, he would like to see normalization between Saudi Arabia and Israel, but he's not desperate for it. And to establish a Palestinian state, under these circumstances, especially when you have one leg of a future Palestinian state is Gaza, which Hamas still rules, hopefully not for much longer, but which Israel is embroiled with a war with, in a war with right now. Then you have the West Bank, which we call Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland of Israel, where Israel's fighting a low-level conflict there as well against Palestinian terrorists. And then you have Mahmoud Abbas over the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria. Abbas does not recognize Israel's right to exist. He's a Holocaust denier. So who would be Israel's, quote, partner for peace for this two-state solution and for this Palestinian state? Uh, the Biden administration's pushing Mahmoud Abbas and the Palestinian Authority, and yet 
The Palestinian Authority supports terror. The Palestinian Authority, as we've documented here in the newscast, pays the salaries of terrorists who murder Israelis. They are given a lifetime stipend. If they're killed, their families receive the money. They are rewarded. It's a martyrdom fund. That's what the Palestinian Authority calls it. Not just Hamas, but the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas. I say all that to say a Palestinian state, and you wonder why a Palestinian state is not exactly on the radar screen of the average Israeli, including Israel's leadership right now, which is trying to win a war and which is staring at future wars against the likes of the Iranian regime and Hezbollah. But folks, pray for the leadership in Israel right now, uh, for Netanyahu in particular to have a spine of steel as he stands up to this pressure from the White House and to have the wisdom of Solomon. That's what Israel's leadership right, needs right now. What are the prophetic implications? And folks, the Saudi peace deal, I think, is key to this. You could see a scenario in a post-BB Israel and when the dust begins to settle from some very brutal wars, not only in Gaza, but Lebanon, toe-to-toe -to -toe with Iran, the Gog-Magog War, the Ezekiel 38-39 War with Russia, Iran, Turkey, and those other nations coming against Israel. It's going to be a lot of brutal battles. Again, the Bible calls this what I think we're stepping into could very well be the time of Jacob's trouble, as the Bible calls it. So Israelis are going to be exhausted from the war from multiple wars, the world's going to be exhausted from the madness in the Middle East, and you could see a future leader emerging, and his initials are AC, and a seven-year deal that the Bible talks about very clearly, the book of Revelation's clear about it, Daniel talks about it in the book of Daniel. You could see the groundwork being laid eventually for that. When we have these sweetheart deals, these grand bargains that Israel has been offered, and so far, thankfully, this administration in Israel has resisted it, but you see these deals. Hey, look, we know you want peace with the Saudis badly. If you get peace with Saudi Arabia, the birthplace of Islam, home to Mecca, Medina, that, that's a game changer. And we can give you all of that, Israel, if only you'll agree to this. You'll agree to a Palestinian state. So you can see the framework for that potential prophetic grand bargain, which will not be a good thing, needless to say, for Israel or for the world. So folks, keep an eye on all of this very closely. Again, pray for Prime Minister Netanyahu to have a spine of steel as he resists this really relentless pressure. This has been a steady drumbeat now coming from DC calling for a Palestinian state. Hey, last thing before we go, Israelis, as I mentioned a minute ago, are displaced. We've got Israelis evacuated from the north along the Lebanon border, some 80,000. From the south, at least 100,000 evacuated. They're living in shelters. They're living in, in camps. And it's a tough hotels. It's a tough situation, understatement, for Israel right now. Perhaps the most difficult time for the nation of Israel since its miraculous rebirth in 1948. Israel could use a few good friends right now. It could use a helping hand. That's where our good friends at Mayor Panim come in. You can check them out at mpgive.org. That's mpgive.org. Mayor Panim is an incredible Israeli humanitarian organization on the ground doing God's work, feeding, clothing, providing shelter for the neediest Israelis in a time of Israel's greatest need right now. I encourage you to support Mayor Panim at mpgive.org. Org. I've worked with them for years now. I've been on the ground with them, feeding Holocaust survivors, feeding Israel's most vulnerable. They're the real deal, folks. Mayor Panim, mpgive.org. People ask me all the time, 
in our comments section, how can I help Israel right now? Bless Israel, fulfill that biblical mandate. Mayor Panim is a great place to start. Check him out. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Folks, keep all of this in prayer. Prayer works now more than ever. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.